0: You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to Because You Asked. I'm Barry Newsbum. We're in the home of Ambassador Ettinger on the outskirts of Jerusalem, Israel. And today we're going to be talking about the cooperation between Israel and the United States, the United States and Israel, and his unique perspective as an ambassador between Israel and the United States. In part two, we're going to discuss what is going on in the Middle East between Israel and the moderate Gulf states for cooperation, both economic, military, and in regards to intelligence against the common enemy coming from the Ayatollahs in Tehran. So we're here with Ambassador Yoram Ettinger in his home outside of Jerusalem. Thank you for having us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you. You have an unbelievable biography which stretches over several pages. Uh, The part that would be most relevant to our viewers back in the United States is your time as an ambassador from Israel to the United
1: States and your work with the U.S. Congress. Uh, You look around the Middle East today, around the globe today, uh, there is an Arab tsunami uh, throughout the Middle East, which has an effect beyond the Middle East. That Arab tsunami threatens every single pro-American Arab regime, from Egypt through Saudi Arabia and Bahrain, through uh, Jordan, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Kuwait, uh, Oman, etc. Those pro-American Arab regimes consider Israel to be the most effective life insurance agent in the Middle East. Uh, In fact, they trust Israel uh, in spite of their inherent opposition to the existence of a Jewish state in the Middle East, but at a time when the machete of the Ayatollahs, and the machete of some Islamic Sunni uh, terrorist uh, organizations. Those machetes are at the throat of the House of Saud, of the Hashemite Kingdom in Jordan, uh, General Sisi in Egypt, uh, the sheiks of Bahrain and Abu Dhabi, they rely on Israel and today's collaboration between Israel and every one of those pro-American Arab regimes is at an all-time high. Let's talk about that. It's
0: sort of an unspoken secret that um, everyone seems to know about, that the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and this alliance between uh, the Sunni states, who don't want to be toppled by, as you call it, the Ayatollahs and the machetes they carry, has has pushed them into bed, so to speak, with Israel. Can you touch on what is going on between Israel and the moderate Sunni states uh, in terms of intelligence, military cooperation, strategic alliances, and so on, in regards to combating uh, the Shia, um, for want of a better word, want to
1: return to the Persian Empire of old? Well, I can give uh Many examples, one of them is uh, uh, the connections between Israel and the Hashemite regime in uh, Jordan. In addition to intelligence uh, sharing, in addition to training, in addition to actual combat against anti-Hashemite terrorists, Israel for a number of years now has provided the entire water consumption required by one and a half million Syrian refugees in northern Jordan. Now, as we know from the Middle East at large, such a phenomena of million, million and a half and sometimes more refugees in a foreign country uh, could upset the entire balance could topple the existing uh, regime. In order to minimize the threats to the pro-US Hashemite regime in Jordan, Israel has agreed to provide those waters free of charge. Now, we don't kid ourselves, it's Israeli interest. That, that pro-U.S. regime will be in place. But it's also an American interest. It's also the interest of every single relatively moderate regime in the area. Uh, the same type of cooperation, similar, not identical, exists between Israel and Bahrain, Israel and Abu Dhabi, Israel and Dubai, Kuwait, Oman, and even Saudi Arabia. Can so you tell what's going on? What specifically? Well, uh, it starts from medical and pharmaceutical, uh, agricultural, which is very, very important for our neighbors. Uh, This is not an area endowed with much uh, water. Water is pretty scarce commodity in the area, but Israel developed very advanced methods to uh, have water from non-natural uh, resources. Uh, for instance, uh, we developed very uh, sophisticated system to recycle sewage, to the extent, in fact, that today in Israel recycled sewage water are also fitting for human consumption. Today in Israel, we recycle of our sewage, which provides 75% of the water uh, required for agriculture in uh, Israel. So let's continue with the discussion in regards to the
0: cooperation between Israel and the Arab moderates um, in terms of mutual defense against the uh, terror that's emanating out of Tehran and the intention of the Ayatollahs to re-establish a new Persian Empire well,
1: What's what what's really going on that we don't know about in the United States? Well, we, we have seen a dramatic shift in the Middle East ever since the toppling of the pro-U.S. regime of the Shah of uh, Iran Sadly, it was a U.S. President uh, Jimmy Carter who provided the most effective, most robust tailwind to the Ayatollahs to take over control of Iran, which transformed Iran from being the American policeman of the Gulf to becoming the most hostile element anywhere in the world to the United uh, States. Once the Ayatollahs uh, took over, the whole balance of power shifted in the Middle East against the U.S. and against every single pro-U.S. Arab regimes, as well as Israel, obviously. The number one goal of the Ayatollahs is not to destroy Israel. The number one goal of the Ayatollahs is to remove the U.S. from the Persian uh, Gulf. They know that once the U.S. is removed from the Persian Gulf, they will be home free to take over the Persian Gulf as well as the Arabian uh, Peninsula, becoming a major regional and global power. Therefore, the number one goal is to remove the U.S. from the Persian Gulf. The number two goal is to topple every pro-U.S. regime, the Saudis, Kuwaitis, Oman, Abu Dhabi, Bahrain, uh, etc. Israel has played the role of a major obstacle on the way of Iran of the Ayatollahs achieving their goal and therefore we have earned the title of little Satan the US is the major Satan we are the minor uh, Satan the reason they refer to us as a small Satan because they know that while the Saudis and the rest of them do not accept a so-called infidel Jewish state in an area which is supposedly divinely ordained to in Muslims only, but at the same time, once the Muslims in Saudi Arabia have felt the ayatollah's machete at their throat, they realize that it is the infidel Jewish state which is the only reliable source in the entire region. So that tells us why. Tell us how that cooperation is going on. What, that what, co- a, what, what is going on that we don't know about? That cooperation primarily, primarily is based on uh, channeling vital intelligence uh, to the Saudis and other regimes about intense plans, planned terror acts, by Muslim terrorists in those uh, countries. Uh, That cooperation uh, is shared through training. Uh, I don't know if uh, Americans realize, today many of the American military persons on their way to Afghanistan and Iraq go through Israel. And in Israel they get two, three week training by Israel's most experienced uh, personnel in combating suicide bombers, car bombs, and the IEDs, the Improvised Explosive uh, Devices. And once they come to Afghanistan and Iraq, they also benefit from an Israeli-developed unmanned aerial vehicle which provides them information on the trenches of the terrorists rather than waiting for the terrorists to uh, reach their own American uh, trenches. So between, between Saudi Arabia and Israel? Besides intelligence, there's also training. Uh, Training is conducted uh, sometimes in Israel, sometimes in Saudi Arabia, sometimes in so-called neutral countries. But uh, Israeli military shares its experience with the Saudis and other regimes, certainly with the Hashemite regime in Jordan. So Israeli personnel are training Saudi personnel on how to combat terror? Absolutely, absolutely, plus providing uh, those countries also with different equipment, which we use in the battle against uh, terrorism, but that covers the military or national security aspects. Uh, The Saudis have other needs as well, non-military, commercial, civilian, Uh, requirements, needs as well and that in many cases covers medical and pharmaceutical and by the way not only by Israel providing them with the proper uh, medical or pharmaceutical products but also increasingly increasingly by Arabs investing in Israeli pharmaceutical and medical and other uh, companies. Uh, Israel has been in recent years one of the most attractive sites for international investment in young startup uh, companies. Uh, the US has been uh, the number one source of investments in Israel. China has increased its level of investment in a staggering uh, manner. Europe is investing in Israel. Recent arrivals have been Arabs who heard about the potential bonanza uh, in the Israeli high-tech uh, uh, sector. So that's another way of sharing our knowledge with the Saudis, with the Bahrainis, Qataris, Abu Dhabis, Kuwaitis, uh, etc. Perfect. Got it. It's been a great talk. I appreciate your Thank time you. so much. Thank you Thanks very much. much. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us on Because You Asked. I'm Barry Nussbaum. You can always reach me at barry at americantruthproject.org or go to our website where you can always sign up to see every important episode, and it's always free. Thanks for joining us on Because You Asked. Thanks for listening to The American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit